here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 106.6 FM in Mangawung. Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. So, Minister of Transport Figila Malula believes that electric vehicles are the future of transport in South Africa, going so far as say he thinks that it should be done immediately. Now, we've asked Gideon Trenech, a Strategic Business Development Manager, Transport and Planning in South Africa at Royal Hashkonech DHV. It's a long title, and I thought I want to honor you with that title. And uh, in a nutshell, a smart mobility expert. Good afternoon, Gideon. How are you? Um, well, thank you so much for joining us. Gideon, look, it's an ambitious um, plan that the minister has. It's, it's a nice to have. It's a nice idea. But how practical is it? I mean, we, we told there are about a thousand electric vehicles in South Africa on the roads now. Are we even able to supply those with electricity as we stand? Um, Pamela, yes. Um, that is a quite an interesting uh, perspective, uh, how much electricity electric mm. vehicles use and when they are using it. The fortunate thing, electric vehicles actually assist in stabilizing the grid because when our grid is at its most vulnerable stage during peak hours, our electric vehicles are traveling on the roads and they're not charging. So they are charging mostly off peak times at night, help stabilizing the grid and using the excess electricity that we're getting. However, as we grow in future with electric vehicles, the ideal world would be that we... uh, power them with a renewable energy and if you look at our shopping malls we can very easily retrofit our public transport facilities such as taxi ranks with solar power installations and power them from renewable energy but yes uh, Minister Balula is correct it's doable we do have the energy to power them it is doable from a practical point of view. One of the things that we've battled with, though, are the vehicles themselves, the cost of these vehicles. So taxation of these vehicles is also an issue. Yes, um, that, that is true. But the big benefit that we have is the running cost of electric vehicles. Uh, they run only at about 15% energy cost in comparison with a petrol or diesel engine vehicle, and that makes it very attractive. Mm. Yes, the initial capital cost will be higher, but in a recent study that Alaskan and DHV has done uh, for a large fleet owner, we worked out that if a vehicle travels more than 2,000 kilometers a month, uh, on a net present value, it breaks even after four years thereafter. It's uh, just saving, saving, saving. So, yes, the cost is a factor. And look, he, he's trying to target um, the, for instance, the taxi industry and so on. I mean, those manufacturers, do, do you think there there is enough will from those manufacturers to convert into this type of energy? Uh, Pamela, that's a very important aspect. Uh, If you look at uh, our configuration of public transport in South Africa, your typical uh, quantum minibus taxi configuration, there is no such electric vehicle elsewhere in the world that is just suitable for us that we can import and run. Mm. And you already alluded to the issues with import tax and so on. So there's a huge benefit, uh, potential benefit for South Africa, an untapped market, because we can locally develop 
a unit in South Africa in collaboration with some of the OEMs. I'm not saying we must manufacture one from the floor up, but we can work with an OEM by re-engineering some of the vehicles and do it with local design and development of such a vehicle and build them locally. Because we must also remember in the next few four to five years, we will see a decline in the export of our normal petrol engine vehicles that we manufacture in South Africa. And we need to use this opportunity to manufacture electric vehicles locally to prevent job losses in the future and to do it locally. So that's definitely an untapped market and opportunity for us because of the uniqueness of our minibus taxi concept. Yeah, I mean, th- th- these are noble ideas. And, and can you imagine if we can do this with a, with the taxis, we probably could do this with buses and so on. Will we have the skills, number one, and will we also have the infrastructure to start from the very bottom, to start building these factories that will build these kinds of vehicles? On the, on the uh, technological side, we are very fortunate uh, being a global company, Royal School and DHB. We do have the expertise uh, to advise and develop uh, systems like that. And we do have already in South Africa local uh, entities that are in the electric, uh, I wouldn't call it electric vehicle space, but electric motors, for an example, refrigeration trucks are being uh, now built as electric uh, refrigeration units. We do have it, and some of our, our universities, Nelson Mandela University, mm-hmm. the EULU program, we do have pockets of excellence uh, we, which we need to further develop and uh, empower, and then, uh, yes, it is possible. Is it, a, is it an issue of capital? You know, I, I hear about, and you're right about that, I hear about pockets of excellence in different spaces. Obviously, what we need is collaborative efforts and, and to try and somebody to, to champion this, this idea. Do we have enough capital, do you think? It will be uh, capitals always uh, with the current situation that we are in. Uh, capital is obviously an issue, but it will be a very investment in different areas in future. And fortunately, this will not happen overnight mm. in large quantums. It will be a gradual uh, growth, and then gradually we will have to invest in different places in, in the country. But I believe there is also a very strong possibility of foreign investment uh, that uh, we will get in this space. What we don't ever talk about much is, I'm not sure why, why are we not collaborating, for instance, within the continent? We know that there have been advances in this particular industry uh, in some areas in Kenya and so on. Do you know if there's any you know, thoughts to collaborate there? They've, they've released their, their electric car recently. That is correct. And uh, that goes a lot about the mind shift, uh, mindset shift. We need to shift the mindset and um, we need to realize the full potential of electric vehicles and start thinking of them not as nice to have for a rich and eco-conscious, but as a practical solution to make public transport more affordable for the poor, to stimulate economic growth and to grow our whole footprint in that space. And yes, we need 
to collaborate with our neighboring countries and expand on that. There's great pockets of development, especially in Kigali and places like that. And you're correct. It's an area that is underdeveloped. And from our side, we are making uh, good strides in collaborating with our neighboring countries. Really appreciate the time you've given us, Gideon Trechnecheed, who is a Strategic Business Development Manager, Transport and Planning in South Africa. And thank you so much uh, for making the time to talk to us. Really looking forward to that day when uh, public transport costs will come down, specifically because we've now moved from diesel or petrol to electrified vehicles.